Hey everybody, welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and <laughs> Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine, joined in the studio by Christine Bordelin. Hello. I want to start off by just talking a bit about that social media account that we launched last week on Instagram. So exciting. And, you know, it's great. People have um, joined up to follow. Christine, you really haven't uh, participated in that. I've been liking every post, though. I've been liking them all. Yeah, I didn't really hear much of a defense there on your behalf. But, you know, that's fine. And it does bring me to the point that I wanted to make about you know, likings and, um, you know, not a lot of likes on the post. So I just want to, you know, challenge you guys to either kind of, you know, get on or get off because I'm going to start banning people and I'm going to be going through those lists. I'm going to give you a week to kind of turn things around and I want to see the exact same amount of likes on each post as followers we have. Otherwise, it really just seems like a big waste of my time. I mean, Brent, it could be that people don't even see it. Mm-hmm. What time are you usually posting? You know, 2, 3 at night, sometimes, you know, 6 a.m. Well, I think that's the problem then. If the issue is people aren't seeing it, really that's on them because they should be coming in, logging in to their social medias and checking our page first thing that they do after maybe their family to see if they're okay. And then, you know, we consider us part of our fam- your family your family consider us part of your family i mean honestly i feel like we could just ask people to review and share yeah that's great review and share other people's comments and if they're liking it and i really would like to develop that network uh and that's a great idea christine you know i can only do so much because i'm posting and i'm hosting all by myself and christine is basically doing nothing so uh, you guys go through those posts And I want you to contact me about those people who are just stealing content. And I want you to name and shame, report and uh, review. So if you see something, say something. Um, We are going to get that Patreon up very soon for $100. At the $100 level, uh, Christine's going to be you know, having that lunch with you guys, you're going to be able to go out with Christine. Some people have been messaging me asking, you know, uh, know, I'd love to go for lunch with Christine, but... um, can I have a pair of her socks? And I thought that was a little weird, but um, I mean, I'm not sure how you feel about that, Christine. I'm Maybe fine an with older socks, pair. If I get to choose the pair. Yeah, I've gotten some other requests too, but I, you know, I didn't even want to entertain those. Well, ask me. You know, a lot of people looking for underwear. This is actually a good relationship tip. Don't wear your underwear mm-hmm. for a really long time because, you know, you can get UTIs and stuff. The honeymooners infection. The honeymooners infection. My doctor told me the first time I got a UTI, he told me it was the honeymooners infection. And he also told me the reason that more women are getting them these days is because the media has convinced everyone that you have to have sex face to face when in reality the way everyone should be having sex is back to front yeah back to front really wouldn't work too well with you know the genitals on the front front of the body my back his front it obviously it was complete garbage Mm -hmm. and i didn't listen to it but i still get a lot of them yeah that's a shame but uh you know you're going to be able to unload some of these um underwear after the honeymoon phase is over and that reminds me of a story i just heard so this couple this guy had a benign tumor but it was a big one in Mm -hmm. his head and so he was trying to get it out of his head and so his Mm -hmm. wife tried to reach inside his head and pull it out herself or do a surgery Mm. or whatever because she was a doctor. But then they found out that Mm. she wasn't allowed to because they were married. Mm -hmm. Quite the tale there, Christine. Sounds like something maybe you read on the 
back of a box of animal crackers or something like that to tell you the truth. It was a um, tweet. Okay. I'm not even going to bother getting into that. It doesn't sound real. It sounds fake. It sounds like something you... It's real. Okay. She said, I want to... I want to be able to do surgery on my husband. He's my husband. I should be allowed to. But they said, no way. And you can't do it at home. And she's like, people can go give birth at home. And they're like, that's different. Right, right. Yeah, Christina, I, would just, I did want to talk to you about this. And, you know, it's been quite evident. Um, a lot of those same people have been messaging me about the underwear. And then as the show's going on, they say, you know, I kind of take it back. You know, I'll take the underwear, but I don't want to go f- for lunch with Christine just because it is quite clear that, you know, something's wrong. And I, I don't want to say drugs, but, you know, I have a feeling that it's drugs. There's supplements. Look, I got a lot of stuff on the barge. I'm ready to express mm-hmm. and expel from my body after I ingest it. And I feel better than I've ever felt before. I feel more at peace than I've ever felt before. I have Stacy mm-hmm. to thank for that. I mean, Brent, I don't know mm-hmm. why you can't just be happy with me. This is something that I think we need to talk about, and I'm not interested. So I'd really love if you reached out to someone like Dr. Kelly, a friend of the show, and, and, and maybe talk to her about getting getting off the sauce here and getting 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 kind of dried out. I would love to talk to another doctor. I'm now pro-doctor. Before, I wasn't quite sure. But now, I just feel like I'll take as many doctors as I can get. I think it's just a shock to my system because I was missing all of these nutrients and vitamins that I've never heard of before. There are neutrino supplements, so that means they like go into your brain and they do something in like the vessels in your brain and stuff and your body and your spine. Stuff that like I wasn't having any junk go through there before. Mm. And now... I have this junk going through there, but also I take ones to flush it out too. So first, it's like a colonic for your brain and your spine. You know, let's kind of just get through today. You've gotten involved, it sounds like, with some even worse characters out on that barge where it seems like everything goes. I don't, is Abdul part of this? Uh, well, Abdul, Abdul did get on the ship. I, I did carry him on. Then when I got on there, I kind of lost track of him because he said it was like a candy store because everyone on there... Um, was prime candidates for the program. So he was kind of just passing out QR codes, having conversations. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave with him, and I, I actually don't know where he is right now. He hasn't texted me or messaged me or anything in a while, which is kind of out of character for him because when I pick up, he makes money. And I want to get off this topic of neutrinos, motrinos. I want to talk about something else really quick. It's just, you know, the progression of this Grunt Connection lawsuit, which I believe is completely frivolous. Uh, we've got Nima on this one as well as on the Tony Express oh, nice. and Maria case. So, Christine, um, you know, I'm not sure if you want to lawyer up, but you're definitely named what? by Grunt Connection as sort of uh, the main defendant in this case. What do you mean? Why? You have been named specifically as the inspiration behind these attacks by the perpetrators. They're pleading for amnesty now. They're actually, you know, they're looking for pardons from the system and named you as the masterminds behind these grunt connection gyms, uh, military grade CrossFit gym and military grade smoothie training centers that have burned down. And it seems like you are kind of holding the bag. Me as the mastermind? Nobody's going to believe that. I was 45 minutes late today and I was trying to be on time. Okay, Christine, again, I'm not sure if these are the neutrinos talking or what's going on. Do you think I did it? I'm not saying you did it. And they're not saying you did it. They're saying you're the inspiration behind these attacks. So they're looking at... Like I'm amused? Yes. These are really sick people, Christine. There's some real sickos out there. And, you know, as soon as I deliver that underwear to them, I am washing my hands 
well, I'm washing my hands either way if I touch your underwear. Uh, but I'm washing my hands of the whole situation. But yeah, there's some real sickos. And wow. they're saying that, you know, they're listening to you. They're saying Christine wanted me to do this. Christine what? is Christine's talking to me. They're spe- she's speaking to me. I'm not. I would remember. That's such garbage. I, I'm just telling you what I've heard from my insiders in the police station. And they're saying that, you know, they've tied you to kind of some of these demon and angel calls. So you've got some of this gobbledygook mm-hmm. off the top. It's not looking good for you because they're saying, well, she talks to angels and demons. She's talking to me, too. She told me to burn down these military-grade CrossFit and military-grade smoothie training centers. And I'll do it again as long as she is out there the pope talks to angels and demons too he just doesn't need a phone line for it it's not weird lots of people do it christine again i'm just telling you what i've heard and i'm saying that if you want to protect yourself these are some Mm -hmm. real sick people and i think you should lawyer up as soon as possible thank you okay i will okay there we go christine might be returning to prison so there's an update on that and we will be back right after this hi i'm jacob samuel former Chief Immersion Experience Officer with Executive Shield Food Services PMC and the new manager of social media scrape retention at Food Shield Executive Services PMC. We've partnered with dating tips and tricks and expert love advice to bring listeners and fans the ultimate podcast experience. Our new registered letterbox special purpose entity, International Deep Field Consortium, has been specially created to monitor and cull all substantive online activities related to and adjacent to the show's new Instagram account. When you sign up as a follower, you're not just getting access to the latest content and updates, you're also being liability profiled and directive targeted for absolutely no extra fee. And now you can have the chance for even more exciting offers. By following the Dating Tips and Tricks account, your raw profile load will be automatically warehoused and pattern sequenced by our self-aggregating threadworks. Once they've been embedded into your gloom form, the hard work of choosing which accounts to view, which posts to like, and when to share your own camera's content is done for you. Completely free of inferential fiscal cost. So sign up today for the next level of concession-packaged, chamber-ascent-driven communal intelligence. And remember, always leave your phone unlocked with the screen upright and unobscured at all times. Okay, Christine, um, I see that you've brought another unscheduled guest mm-hmm. into the studio without asking, and that's fine. You know, uh, at this point, I kind of just expect that we're going to have just whatever monster you find off the street and pull them in and put them in front of this mic. So let's kind of get this over with. So when I was on the barge, I actually met this person, and right. I, I, it was when I wasn't really truly believing everything that was going on. But by the end of our final lesson, it was just like pure bliss. I've never laughed so hard in my life for a reason Uh I don't understand. He actually works with people in relationship to themselves and to Mm -hmm. others, mostly to others. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think he's perfect for bringing on the podcast. He's just Mm. so funny and so sweet. And I just really want Mm -hmm. everyone to be able to um, experience what I experienced on the barge. 
This is Aaron Reed, and he is a medical clown. Yes, hello. What is a medical clown? Well, I'll take this one. See, a medical clown is someone who does two years of doctor school and then uh, gets kicked out or leaves uh, because they want to. Only two? Well, two, and then you either get kicked out or you leave because you're not inspired. And then you... Uh, then you go to clown school, and then you graduate because that's kind of more up your alley. But then you remember, I've I have this medical uh, degree, so or half, and I should use it. Okay, so just backing up here, I want to get a bit more information about the qualifications that one one has to become what you're mm-hmm. calling and Christine is calling a medical clown. Medical clown. Yes. So you've gone you've gone to a clown college that was following sub two years mm-hmm. the undergraduate. Mm-hmm medical program yes so at that point you're taking you know basic chemistry basic psychology yes first year was a bit of mi- a bit of a mix of everything so mm-hmm. i took some i took about two science courses uh hospital courses but i also had to take english and um studio art and uh graphic design as well so it was kind of an intro year and then the second year i i did hospital courses why did they make you have the graphic design because they said that you're just out of high school i said no 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 i'm 29 so i i only did that because i had to the -hmm. school made Mm -hmm. me do it i would have taken only hospital courses so you've got you've got a you've got a couple of hospital courses what you're calling hospital courses that kind of you know i kind of want to question that but i feel like that would be too much of a waste of everyone's time so then you dropped out that was in your second year of hospital school yes Uh, i assume that's what you call that hospital university so you've had a few hospital courses which that could be anything from how to recognize a hospital to how to clean a hospital then a question mark amount of years later, you went to a clown college, mm-hmm. a separate, separate clown well, college. Well, if we're being, because I know this is a tell-all, tell-it-all tell podcast, and mm-hmm. you got to tell it all. So, uh, okay, after hospital university, I did live mm-hmm. in a, um, like a housing collective for about two years um, before mm-hmm. I went to clown college. That's where I found out about clown arts. I had a roommate who was into mm-hmm. the clown arts. This roommate would never come out of the room, and I would I would knock and mm-hmm. I would knock. And but one time he let me into the room, and he showed me all his wigs and his makeups and his yep. and he had a full man in there. And I said, "What is going on?" The man had an IV hooked up to him and he was mm-hmm. kind of sleeping and i said is that guy okay and he said and he said i'm treating him with laughter and i said that's mm-hmm. bogus and then about five minutes later i was convinced and um wow. i went down to the local college and then uh, signed up for a clown class wow. you know of everyone we've had on the podcast that's you know it's one of the more menacing uh, origin stories that i think we've we've had the ch- had the chance to listen to so well let me ease your mind and say that that man with the iv drip still lives there i'm sure he does i'm sure he's not able to get away um, I'm not sure, you know, what specific brand of liquid laughter is able to be transmitted through an IV, an intravenous needle uh, tube. But, you know, honestly, I feel like any any question I ask you will just kind of be answered with more gobbledygook uh, nonsense. I appreciate your skepticism, but, um, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, tell all, full tell all, the mm-hmm. goo inside the IV bags is the same thing that you feed hummingbirds. It's a placebo of sugar and water. Um, and when the patient goes, feed me my medicine, you go, you already got your medicine. And then you, um, you do a little clown thing and then you rest assured that the stuff in the IV bag is good for them when it's just a placebo. Cause the real healing happens 
under clown. So, uh, yeah, that's basically day one stuff, is the mixture of a placebo, never giving them the medicine, but instead uh, nourishing their souls. You're right, yeah. Uh, so, Christine, you know, and at some, at some point, uh, you came into the picture uh, out on the water. Uh, so you've got this uh, dangerous lunatic kind of training sticking needles into people yeah so on the barge it was sort of like a multidisciplinary thing where you get to choose like um talent day or whatever um bring your parent to child day so at at first yeah i just sort of had there's just so many options that i could choose from and i was so excited to choose all these different things but i thought on the first day i'm gonna do something i've never done before and that was intimate clown Mm -hmm. the way it made me feel and the way that Mm -hmm. it transformed my body into just this um powerful machine of life Mm -hmm. i uh it just changed my life right right i would pay to do it 24 hours a day and if even if that meant that i wouldn't be able to sleep (laughs) christine you remember that whenever someone in clowning comes to a revelation the whole class goes So I was just yeah. supporting you. Sorry. Keep going. Don't apologize for that. That's what I love. I feel like I finally found a community that like um, speaks to me and cares about me. I've never felt more like myself. You've and- never felt so like yourself until you found the medical clown community is what you're saying. <laughs> so Christine, what did this uh, what did this guy do to you out there on the water? Brent, he changed me. He just physically brought us through to showing our full selves. So basically at first it was sort of like a thing where Mm. you go up on the stage one by one and then about like 10 seconds in, Mm -hmm. he bangs this big drum and he says, I'm bored, Mm -hmm. but you're not allowed to sit down until you make him say, I am intrigued. So you just kind of do anything you possibly can on that stage to try to get some sort of reaction from him, try to figure out what, what makes him happy, what what makes him sad, or, you know, just try to get on mm-hmm. his good side, try to get that I am intrigued, and um, doing that really showed me myself. Christine blew it out of the water. At first, Christine was just kind of doing winks and stuff like that. I said, I'm bored. And then eventually she farted into a, an, an empty Coca-Cola can. I was so stressed Proceeded out. to take a sip of the can and said, tastes like caca. And I said, I am intrigued. Right. So this somehow helps people medically or in relationships. I've never um, felt so good, Brent. And when I got on that boat, I was still, okay, still pretty physically sick, but I was more mentally sick. And this is the type of sickness that the doctor helps with. That's what you're referring to this this guy as, the doctor. Yeah. The clown. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that's what we were pretending to... uh, to call him here. So, um, you have a lot of walls and I'm ready to pick them apart. The reason people come to me, um, is that I have a different point of view. I have a different point of view. I have a different point of view. So what my workshop aims to do is to find your inner clown and Mm -hmm. get a PhD in knowing me. If you know what I mean. So everyone in my workshop walks out with a PhD. They have a PhD. Yeah, in the clown medical world, it doesn't mean the same thing as in the hospital world. Yeah, I so, would imagine it doesn't. You walk out with a PhD and what is it? You walk out with a PhD, which is a... Here it comes. Yeah, what does it stand which for? Which is a professor of honk... Dare me to laugh. So that's what it stands for. PhD. Professor of honk... Dare me to laugh. Okay. 
and dare me to laugh is hyphenated, I imagine. You know what? I didn't go to school for English, so I have no idea. But I know that it's in all caps, and there's quite a few spaces in between the last one. Just that one English class and the graphic design class. That's right. Yeah. So, And, and one more thing is that because I would yeah. like to get some, you know, capitalism, I know we have to do it. So I would like to get some, some people just so they know what we do. The workshop is a mixture of physical intimacy exercises and getting to the core of the clown. So an example of a physical exercise would be everyone pairing up and massaging each other and looking into the one big mm. mirror we have in the mm. room and ev- and the massager screams. So that's called a scream massage. Mm-hmm. Some things about getting to the core of the clown is everyone writes their full name on a piece of paper and their darkest secret, and then they have to say that out loud. That was so scary for me. And we heard some really wild stuff. Like, we had to have a couple breaks. We did have in the workshop, in one, Christine, that you were in, we did have someone admit to murder. And in that case, I didn't tell the police directly, but I did let one of my old cop buddies know about it so i'm really interested you know how people kind of fall into your clutches someone someone uh you know uh, by all everything you said seems kind of like uh you know a bit of a menace out there handing out phds professional honk designation dare me to laugh okay so people somehow find you i imagine you know written on a bathroom wall or something like you know find this clown the way i get the word out is um i go to cabarets i go to um clowning gyms you know when people meet up on a Sunday to clown around usually when people are vulnerable that's when they receive information about my Mm. workshop the best absolutely I've seen a couple like light fender benders and I kind of get in the middle between the two people and I uh I kind of do a little performance and then if they enjoy it I say here's my card for my men's workshop or my woman's workshop right so they're getting down there and you've got an office somewhere maybe my office is transient but yes I have a couple places where I keep some files and then they get down there and you do you stick that IV in them immediately or is that something kind of later down the line? The IV is by choice. So, and the IV is done directly with a doc, with a real, with a, well, I'm a real doctor, but a straight up doctor, doctor, four full years of hospital school. So they've got that undergrad. Um, and they have the option. Only four? My doctor, Dr. Sampson, has only had four years of hospital school, but he he graduated, um, I believe one of the students who was in classes with him said he's a real firecracker. Ooh. I think it's really good for a doctor to, mm. to have as a skill. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got them alone with, uh, you know, some sort of a thug there with you, um, Dr. Sampson, and they've come in for a men's or woman's workshop. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. What 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 happens there in the workshop when um, when you've got them there? People come to me with issuations. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, accept your mistakes. <laughs> Thank you. Don't encourage him, please. People come to me with all sorts of situations. Okay. Uh, how they want to improve mm-hmm. their love life, how they want to get intimate through the art of scientific clowning. A lot of people mm-hmm. come to me once they've exhausted the uh, hospital system. So right. m- my clients, um, they'll say things like, doctors didn't show up. Uh, I had a surgery and the doctor didn't show up. He was slept in. And so a lot of my clients are coming from a failed medical system. So for as an example, um, a couple will come to me and they will say, we don't talk as much as we used to. We don't say nice things to each other as much as we used to. We don't have SEX, the big three-letter word that no one likes to talk about. 
Mm-hmm. So I will lead them through a usually a three-month-long program once a week, four hours. Mm-hmm. And we start with just talking for the first couple sessions. Right. And then eventually we get to the honk phase, which is where the couple will stand on opposite ends of the rooms. Each of them will hold a pillow where they feel most vulnerable. It's usually the genitals. And they will honk back and forth mm-hmm. to each other. Honk! Mm-hmm. Honk! Honk! Mm-hmm. Honk, and mm-hmm. I do that until they're tired, until their voices are rest. Honk, 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 honk. And then usually the sessions culminate at the very end of the three months where they do a dry hump in front of me and I get to see. And um, I get to mm-hmm. judge. If they are solved, then I put them. I, put, I take a photo of them and put them up on, on my wall. Case closed. Right. So I'm sure this is overseen by some sort of clowning association that kind of decides what the levels are. The clowning association is actually a bunch of liars. Um, From what I've heard, they're a bunch of liars and Mm -hmm. bureaucrats. Yep, they are. And that's why we don't adhere to that system. Absolutely. So the system that we use is my binder, that I have a copy of this binder in every one of my office spaces, and that holds the key to the gradation system. So you're not really, you know, in addition to just, you know, making up being a doctor, you're not even really a clown. You're not kind of sanctioned by the official clown board Brent, or the medical board. I would like to say that, mm. and I'm going to use a word that's from the clowning community. Um, which you're not a part of, which is what you're I saying. Am along, uh, I am alongside with, but not a part yeah, of. Okay. Clowning comes from Comedia dell'arte, so there's some uh, Italian elements to this term but um in the clowning community you are uh, what we call a, a buffundo mm-hmm. which is a serious buffoon there's an old fable about the young boy who cracked the buffundo oh. and made the old man smile and as the old man smiled the young boy said why don't you smile like that more and the old man says because i am a buffundo right but of course, that's an unlicensed story as you have split with the rest of the clown community. So I'm not sure if that's. It is a story really that story is a mixture of really clowns. Brent, you just have to believe these things. That's what faith is. On the first day of my workshops, I, I, I show a clown book and I threw it out the window. Well, in the case of the woman's workshop, I threw it off the barge into the ocean. And I thought maybe a, a fish would catch it in its mouth and it would look really cool, but. It just sort of went into the water. Right. Yeah. I thought that a shark was going to come and give it back or something. That would be amazing. So you're still buying these official clown books, though. You're just throwing them out at the beginning of each women's class. Actually, I don't spend money on them because I only go out with other clowns. And when I meet a clown woman, they usually bring a book to the date. And usually I kind of just swipe that. Wow. So you swipe left on them, but you swipe right on the book. Yeah, exactly. No matter what, I'm walking out with a book. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack there. Christine, you sort of just opened up a new world where we assume that clowns also have a Tinder or Bumble-based dating platform where a swipe is equal to uh, meeting or not meeting up with that clown. Instead of swiping, you're honking. You either honk or you don't honk. You see a photo of the person on the dating app for clowns and um, you either honk and your phone makes a honk sound like the car or uh, there's no honk, you press a button and and, uh, uh, you hear the sound of a flower wilting. Right, right, right. And again, you know, I, I I hate to keep harping on this, but you've made it pretty clear that you've split from the rest of the clown community. So this dating app is open to clowns, but also non-clowns. So it's basically everyone, but it has a higher proportion of clowns than the normal 
dating community. It's like see. the West Coast Choppers dating app. Like it's for everyone, but a lot of the West Coast Choppers guys are on it. So of course, the idea of a medical clown just seems like really the only touchstone I think we have as a culture is Patch Adams, which <laughs> I think oh, is no. the most famous medical clown. An actor. An actor, not a clown. He was an actor. So it sounds like you kind of don't like Patch Adams. I don't like Patch Adams because he was a doctor who used clowning to his advantage, which is not what clowning is about. Being a clown is about being a clown first. Because I guarantee you, if I stepped into the Patch Adams movie and I said, hey, Patch, Mm -hmm. what are you? He'd say, I'm a doctor Mm -hmm. who does clown. And I would say, well, I'm a freaking clown who doesn't appreciate you clowning around. I'm clowns! Right, and so we're talking about you coming into the movie in character, not breaking into the set of Patch Adams being filmed. Is that is that sort of what... I got a little mixed up there. I know that it's silly to walk into a movie. You can't do that. But you get what I'm saying, right? Look, I don't deal in IVs. I deal in hee-hees. Although you did say that you do use IVs quite a bit. I know, but it's hummingbird syrup. I told you before that it's hummingbird syrup. Yeah, I don't want to get too into this, but... uh... I don't like Patch Adams, and a lot of people don't like Patch Adams. You can check on the Rotten Tomatoes website. A lot of clowns have gone on that and kind of um, taken over the message board of that Rotten Tomatoes and be like, this isn't real. This is stupid. I bet you're wondering... Where does it go next with Dr. Reed and me? Hopefully out the door. That's kind of where I'm hoping it's going. Well, we will be going out the door and then to my place mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, he doesn't have a place to stay right now. So he is staying in the house with us. I actually gave him my spa behind mm-hmm. the couch and I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. where I'm sleeping right now. Neither do I. So this works out. Yeah, we're going to be working one-on-one. I-, I-, I haven't talked to Abdul about it yet, but I feel like he'll be okay with it. If he doesn't hear about it. And actually, I was going to consult Stacy about this, but she's left the country. After, like, I don't know, some stuff went mm. down, she just kind of mm-hmm. the moose out of here. So I, I, I'm not quite, quite sure why, but I wish her well. Right. Right. Yeah. So that kind of cuts down on things. So now you've got, um, you know, you've got this new lunatic that's even closer to you living in your house. <laughs> and cut that nonsense out as fast as possible. Okay. So- it's us hearing you, Brent. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. So he's teaching you. I'm not even sure what's happening anymore. He's teaching you to become a clown or he's teaching no, you to No, I'm just become... guiding. I'm guiding Christine through her new journey on finding a relationship and sustaining a relationship. It's what I need right now. And I'm going to try to find my shadow clown, which is, I know, a longer term thing. But if we keep working for a few years, at least like a black belt level years sort of like you know be you work up to becoming uh, like you're a white belt at first and then you get to be a black belt in karate i sort of started with a white oversized tie and i want to get to that polka dot red and yellow it's the tiny tunes red and yellow polka dot tie right i'm still on a safety nose so I, it is wood right right christine's also on a wood tie right now too. yeah a wooden oversized tie i hope to one day be done with that too because it's I mean, it's pretty painful. Okay, well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. I think it was uh, just so beautiful, and I want to thank you for coming and expressing your magic, as you always do. Thank you for having me, and oh, I would like to leave you. on some famous clown words. A famous clown once said, tell the man with the pie, oh, sorry, tell the man with the bread. Mm-hmm. To Not li- that famous then, huh? He says, tell, me, tell the man with the bread, we've all gone mm-hmm. off to bed. As he opens the door at night, he hears us giggling, and it is no fright. 
For when he takes off the covers, he sees <sighs> and hears us saying, don't bother us. We're laughing. And that's an old clown saying that I really enjoy. Um, and I think it gives us a lot to think about. Yeah, definitely a lot to think about here today. So uh, thanks a lot to professional medical clown, uh, Aaron Reed. Thank uh, you, Bufundo. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> uh, the newest kind of uh, monstrosity that's taken over Christine's life. So uh, But probably not the last. Absolutely. Bye-bye now. <laughs> okay. I'm 22, in college, and I'm tired of having to defend what I want to do with my life. When family or friends find out about my liberal arts major, they generally come back with something about majoring in unemployment or making sure I have a backup plan. All I want to be is a mother to my future children and a wife to my husband. I'm tired of defending myself. What can I say to people when they question me? And is what I want normal? No, it's not. You just said that you just want to be a a mom and a wife. Why are you going to school? I don't know. And also those things that you're family and friends are saying are hilarious jokes. I have a liberal arts degree. I didn't even go and pick it up from the school. To her husband, I think it's time to break up. She's taking the money away from like your kid. What if one of those kids wants to go to Harvard or something in a year or two? Then what? Sorry, can't. Mom's taking a graphic design course. Makes no sense. I would also recommend, and this is from another liberal arts major, If you were to take just a few neutrinos, I think that it could totally Mm. change your mind Mm. about everything. You'll be a better Mm. mother. You'll probably be more fertile because I bet there's Mm. some like liquid that they can put into your spine that kind of makes your um, body Mm. jerk your husband's dick farther in. So then the sperm get a Mm. head start. Um, I'm not a doctor. Definitely a breakup for me on this one. I think the husband and the family is really holding you back here from your um, your goal of being a liberal arts mother. You know, get out of this relationship. Stay in school. Don't be a fool. You know, school is cool. Get those future kids. And then they can see the price that higher education has paid warping your mind kind of with these liberal ideologies and you can get that galaxy brain expanded just like Christine high on neutrinos most of the time. Um, You know, she's she's jacked up on neutrinos and hot takes. My husband and I have been together eight years. I have left him twice because of his constant obsession with me. Ooh. When he comes home from work, if I am on the computer, he gets angry and says I don't love him or want to spend time with him. If I go away, even overnight, he calls or pages me, pages me nonstop. He doesn't even like our children to be around if we are home. I don't know what to do. He has suffocated my love for him. Do you think this relationship is salvageable? Do you think this relationship is salvageable? Yeah, neutrinos not really helping you there, Christine. Well, so this yeah, is a I big. Yeah, I just got break. a huge head rush. Probably those neutrinos yeah. coming up, huh? Yeah. This is prime time for my brain, so I'm gonna, I can answer this well. You know, you're seeing suffocated, and I think you're choking yourself out. You know, as we all know, you can go unconscious, but the body will resist that eventually, and will come come back to life. Uh, as as you know, everyone who's tried that will be able to tell you. And so it's a breakup here. He can move on. Split the kids up, you know, 50-50, whatever you want. Hopefully you get to, you get some help. So I say big time breakup. I also think like maybe leave the country with your kids. Also, what you could do is you could just leave. 
just walk out of there. He'll leave too. And then your kids will have like a kind of Pippi Longstocking kind of scenario going on. And I think that could be really fun for them. So just keep that as an option. I would also suggest, I mean, on your way out the door, try a couple neutrinos. It really changes things. It'll change mm. your perspective. Hey, maybe it'll you'll realize that you actually love this suffocating attention and it's what you've what you kind of need. Who knows? You're not living at your peak performance level right now and you could mm. on neutrinos. There could be some bad blood that's getting in the way of your mm. love nerves getting into your brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't Yeah, we'll just move on. My girlfriend and I have been dating for almost a year now, and every time we go out, she gets approached by at least three or four people I've never met. At first, I thought she just had a lot of friends and didn't want to pry in case she thought I was being clingy, but I'm starting to think she might be famous. How can I ask where everyone recognizes her from? Thanks. Love the podcast. Kathy H. Do a nice, long creep online first. Just do a general creep, find out her middle name if you don't know it, and then Google the shit out of it. Um, Brent's actually really good at finding stuff about this. So if you wanted to send it in, maybe Brent would be willing to look at it. I don't have the time for that. I can also ask Bita because she knows so many celebrities. I'm also thinking if you want to be at peak performance level to do some creeping, get those neutrinos. Have you seen the movie or the TV show Limitless? It's like being in that movie. You are Bradley Cooper when you're on neutrinos and good Bradley Cooper, not American Sniper Bradley Cooper. So I would say break up and then take those neutrinos and then come back and maybe you'll be famous too. And then you'll be like, oh, I noticed that a lot of people recognize you. Are you famous too? Yeah, again, I don't really support the neutrinos element to this. Uh, I think they're a bit of a joke. And if you could see Christine's eyes, the pupils have kind of taken over the whole ball at this point. That helps it me so- see more. So I think this is a big breakup here. I think that you've got an uneven power balance is what I've been told. This is the situation where one partner is clearly more powerful, more connected, better liked than the other, who is the weak partner, the, um, you know, the kind of the remore eel or more eel of the situation where they kind of feed on the bottom of the shark you know, scraps and tidbits there. You don't really want to be in that situation. You either want to be two eels swimming together or you want to be the dominant eel and have that smaller eel, even smaller eel underneath you eating the scraps of your scraps. So it's a breakup here. Get out of this uh, relationship. And most importantly, don't take any neutrinos. That is junk science. It's it's trash. You just don't like it because it's new science. You're obsessed with old science, like the stars Mm -hmm. and stuff. But there's lots of really cool new sciences and lots of like nerves and veins we are discovering all the time. All right, everybody. That's all the time we've got today on the podcast. This is Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine with Christine Bordelin. Hello. And until next time, may your hearts (laughs) be full. Hey everyone, in addition to writing in your questions, you can now send audio to Dating Tips and Tricks podcast and have your question or comment played on the air. So let's hear from that audio mailbag. 
Christine, I got the message you're sending me. You said I wasn't getting them, but I'm getting them. I understand the plan you've made for me. I'm watching and waiting. Those places needed to burn. The flames are so bright. I'll light the world on fire for you. They can't catch me. I trust the messages. They can't catch me. The fire is coming. If you'd like your audio message featured on the podcast, you can email it in at d-t-a-t-a-e-l-a at gmail.com. That is dating tips and tricks and expert love advice, the first letter of each word, at gmail.com. Thanks, and we look forward to hearing from you.